Yeah, you good? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, should I do a should I do a countdown? Yeah. Well, were you recording that for real though? No, I wasn't recording till this right, this cool. second. I am right now though. But am no. I gonna be able to hear it? Oh, right now? Like this second. It's 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 as we speak. Should I do a countdown though? Well, yeah. I wanted to hear the intro music. Oh. garage is killing me it's so hot actually right now it's actually kind of decent because we got rained on all day but it's still kind of muggy so you're wanting to do it get it on an, an indoor situation yeah we're uh we're actually in the market for a house and we're looking at like purchasing stuff? yeah we're looking to purchase but we're also looking to if we don't find purchase we're looking to move somewhere with more land and kind of more seclusion because we are we're like cookie cutter and we don't we just want more space too so we're looking for that but i'm looking for an extra room so i can just have it in the room and have the beauty of an ac i did see a couple uh ac units on sale on benson buy and sale that i almost pulled the trigger on but i was like it's that noise thing man like i said i don't even have the little fan going because i can tell a huge difference in the noise yeah i think that that like the more i think about it that would be like a big deal unless you started getting super baller at like getting some presets to to your like audio yeah so that you know what I mean? So there would be a way to filter them down a little. Right. Which I'm, but I'm that terrible. That sounds a little hardcore. It's, That's it how it It sounds like I'd have to learn something, and God, I'm so tired of that. That's overrated. My brain is so full right now, bro. I actually spent all day uh, looking into the pyramids, and that was just mind-boggling. Looking into pyramids? Yeah, well, they have a... They have a First, I went down a little rabbit hole on on YouTube, and then on uh, Netflix they have a, a series called The Pyramid Code. I suggest you look into it. It's pretty interesting, but it just talks about the pyramids and how ninety percent of the world, if not more, believe that the pyramids are for tombs, and that it's just clearly not the case. You know, they've never found a mummy in the tombs. You know that, right? Uh, like in the pyramids, there's never been a mummy found. The only reason they say that they're tombs is that they have uh, 
these granite sarcophaguses that kind of look like they could bury people in, but there there's never been an actual mummy pulled out of the the pyramids. They're always pulled out of little little sarcophaguses around the pyramids. But the idea was and uh, in the pyramid code and in the rabbit hole I was going on, what I drew from it is that they were obviously a source of power, like energy. That's why they were along the Nile River and it had to do with the the um, the uh, water ducks that would run under and the, and whenever the Nile, that's why people used to worship the Nile is because when it was flowing it was like the recharging of the battery which would be the pyramids. And it ties into, like, Nikolai Tesla and all that shit. It's crazy. It's deep stuff, Berto. You know, do you know Nikolai Tesla used to be um, financed by J.P. Morgan? No, but... Yeah. It's not that surprising. Well, he used to be until he... His, his findings in energy, he wanted it to be free energy, and that's when... J.P. Morgan pulled his funding and decided to fund Thomas Edison, who could uh, was working on generating power through explosion energy and making it something that you had to pay for. <laughs> that's uh, that's neither here nor there, Berto. What are you doing, man? How's it going, man? <laughs> I did a couple shots. I did a couple shots to Jameson, so I'm breathing really hard. I'm sorry if you can hear it. Yeah, dude, you're pretty fired up right now, and I got caught off guard a little because my neighbor came out of his house, and I was like, normally I just do those little uh, uh, detectives, <laughs> but I was blasting a full-on freaking pre-roll, and I got a little nervous. Yeah, but you got a card. Yeah, I know, but part of the card says that you, you got to keep it away from other people. Really? Yeah. It's so stupid to me. Should I do well, a no, Should I, I do a bong rip? Uh, let's well, one thing at a time here. Okay. So, J.P. Morgan or Oh yeah, I was gonna tell you all that stuff, dude. That's like what ninety percent of ancient alien. Ninety percent of what? The episodes of Ancient Alien. Oh. It's always about um, the pyramids being like some kind of source of power that we don't understand yet. Yeah. Um, or, you know, I mean, there's things going on that people just don't understand. They're not buildings. But they never did touch on that, like never finding a mummy in there. Yeah, well, alleg allegedly they've never found a mummy in there. And of course, who knows? Information's information, but... One thing they pointed out is that as far as the ducts that go into the pyramid and the any any room that's inside the pyramid, they they don't have any hieroglyphs. There's no there's no there's no paintings, no decorations. There's just walls and channels pointing down, like shooting down diagonally, heading down to certain little areas. And notice how all the pyramids, um, all the tops are taken off. Like none of them have an actual point. The idea is that uh, they were robbed a long time ago and that the tops of pyramids used to be solid gold because it's the greatest conductor of energy, of electricity. It's pretty interesting. There was actually, an account, on this special, there was an account of this guy. He was, um, 
he, this was, I think, in the, they said it was like in the 1880s or something, and he was up there with a, with a guide, and they, they climbed to the top of the pyramid, and were just doing whatever you'd call it, archaeological research or whatever, and that, um, that they reported that they could actually feel, that they could feel electricity, and the one of the guys was well versed in how electri- electricity works, and that he he did something where he was at the top of the pyramid, and he had a um, a glass bottle, and he put he wet paper and put it in there and held it above his head, and then it started sparking, and that his guide basically flipped out and said he was using black magic and it caused this whole ordeal where there was like a little mini witch hunt it's pretty interesting stuff i don't know man it is pretty interesting um and i don't doubt that they uh were had gold on the top and they got robbed um and i mean it's also like uh on ancient aliens sometimes they say that the way they look now isn't the way they used to look. They used to have be like covered in like a bronze or something. Yeah, like on the outside. Yeah, and it's over time has just eroded away. There's only the rocks left. Yeah, I have heard that too, and that they're not actually four sided. That they're actually eight sided because each side um, indents slightly, and it's. It's in order to catch more sunlight at certain times to to um, retract the energy. Well, uh, I never heard of that, but I have seen how that, like, in some of these crazy like pyramids and stuff, like, uh, or just the uh, structures, those old ones, like, there's crazy the sun paths and light paths where at certain times of the day and certain times of the year, like, sun shines through certain areas. And, you know what I mean? All this crazy stuff that they built the building around doing, you know, and making it happen and stuff. Huh. So, how does that make you feel about the Earth being round? Oh, it, it doesn't. It actually makes me feel more in tune with the flat Earth. Because I could, I could imagine the sun as it is, just going around and people being able to play off of it easier. Because, I mean... 93 million miles away? Come on. Stop it. Just stop with that shit. Oh my god. 93 million miles away, Berto? We can't even fathom that distance. That doesn't even make any sense. There's no such distance. 93 million miles away. Uh, Well, at any rate, it's not even that big of a number. People have more money than that amount of miles. Do they? Yeah. Well. Yeah, but when it gets to that point, do they really have that much money, or is it just a number on their computer? You know what I mean? Uh, well, it's kind of like they're playing a video game of life, and uh, they definitely got like um, a way higher power and um, you know shield level. Yeah, they got more ether level. Yeah, they definitely got, like, a bigger shield bubble and a more powerful, uh, whatever they want to use. Right. Either way, it's neither here nor there. Earth is flat. Earth is round. Earth is a globe. Earth is a square. So, you're basically a square, but... (laughs) 
But at any rate, um, so what do you uh, what do you think about the Oakland Football Raiders? I'm worried about this Khalil Mack thing, man. It's really bugging me. It's it's putting it's putting a rotten piece in a loaf of bread that I'm really excited about. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not mad at him because I think he deserves money, especially if Aaron Donald gets money. I think Khalil Mack deserves money, but it bothers me in in my perfect scenario that's happening right now. Gruden's back. I'm excited. We look like we look like I think everything's lining up perfectly because in the media, we're still not getting love. People are saying we have the biggest chance of being the biggest dumpster fire in football. People are talking shit about Gruden and like, that's all fine. That doesn't bother me. I'm actually more excited about that. And what I saw in the highlights and the much of the game as I saw, I liked what I saw. I like the young rookies that I see. So it's like, I have this beautiful loaf of bread that I love but then this Khalil Mack situation is leaving this little green spot where I'm like, ah, oh, come on, man. So, do you want to dive a little deeper into that as um, as John Gruden kind of is slowly turning into Al Davis? You think? Yeah, well, check it out. Well, kind of, not like all the way, but like the idea that he wants to just decide everything that's going around. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Since this has been going on, he's been pretty like, you know, whatever, we just need to get him in there. But then the other day, he was like, you know, we need to get this guy signed. Like, kind of seemed like he was irritated that they hadn't worked it out in the front office yet. Right. And then I also read into that a little further where he was talking about his like his draft picks basically this year's players and about how they're all doing better than expected how they're all like playing they're all picking it up right away they're smart and about how all these other draft picks basically Reggie McKenzie's guys they're fucking they're hurt they're pussies and some of them are just kind of dumb and they can't pick it up oh shit do you think that's why do you think that's why he's um that they've gone with the Donald Penn thing and how Donald Penn's going to right tackle and took the pay cut, do you think that he's buying in more to the rookie than he should? Because it's one of, one of his guys? Yeah. Uh, I just think that in his mind, Donald Penn's good enough to play any kind of position. And with that left tackle, he's kind of built like very specifically to do like what they want. He's super tall with super long arms and I feel like he's going to be a good pass blocker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Although Donald Penn's not like bad, but he's not in his prime anymore and like I think he needs to just be going forward and run blocking more and that's like what a right tackle does. You know, right. I mean, the right tackle is the guy who has the tight end lined up next to him a lot and like, you know, they do power off tackle runs and shit. Right. Yeah, a lot of time they double team somebody or something, come slapping in. Yeah, and then yeah, and then like chip down to the next guy. Right. I don't know. What are your thoughts, buddy? We're coming up. I, we're coming up on the season soon. So, uh, yeah, I I'm pretty um, fired up about everything. 
because we've only had one game and I don't have very much to complain about yet. But right now I'm pretty excited um, because I'm pretty sure now that they're going to sign Mac from like what I understand, like the things that they were kind of waiting for to happen started to fall in place. And so uh, I think the Raiders are going to do whatever it is to sign them and whether they can keep them for like four years maybe they can only afford them for a couple years you know right and then have to do something else because they just can't have so much of their salary tied up in two players they said it was going to be like more than one third of the salary cap on two players the thing is the salary cap is going to keep going up so it might not be this astronomical number in three years right maybe everything will start to settle back in especially car like, I'm pretty sure if Carr has another good year, he's going to, like, restructure. He's going to be like, hey, man, I'm making, like, fucking, you know, shithead money now. But he's... Like, remember he's, when he signed it and he was, like, the highest player in his Yeah, for, like, a day. Later, yeah, two days later or a day, <laughs> somebody else passed him up. And now, at this point, some dude's getting, like, a fully guaranteed three-year contract for $80 million. And it's like, what? God, it's so know? crazy. Contracts are so nuts. Yeah. But, I don't know. I, I, hopefully, he doesn't pull that. Hopefully, he just, like, he's got enough money to do whatever he needs to do with his foundations and whatnot, and he's just going to be fine. So, back to the why I'm excited. I think Mac's going to come back. I think he's going to be in shape. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't pull a hamstring or something. Um, and the defense will be a lot better than previous defenses. And um, I'm super excited about the offensive line that we're actually in a field. Like, the three inside guys are super, like, highly touted as, like, the best three people group on the inside. And then Donald Penn, everybody thinks is decent. He's going to be the right tackle. And if this rookie is as good as he has to be to be starting over, you know, Donald Penn, then that's a pretty good freaking line, you know, and shit's going to be crisp and people are going to come out and Gruden's not going to, like, put too much pressure on the line to do crazy shit all the time, you know what I mean? He likes to do these, like, you know, trick, trick, throw it out to this guy just to get people the ball, just to get moving, you know? Not everything is, like, a complicated, like, fucking 15-yard throw down the field shit. A lot of, especially back in the days, Everything was just like, you know, hike two steps, just toss it to some guy. Basically a running play that starts from the outside of the hash marks, you know? Right. So I'm pretty excited to see all that. And then to see the, the running game that we might field. Um, I, I think I'm super overly optimistic because I'm a running back guy. I always look into our running backs. You know that, like, every time we do who's my favorite player, it's always a running back or a fullback. And... But I like that kid out of Texas. I'm hoping that we can find a way to sprinkle him in and just have him be even a bigger, stronger, faster version of Zach Crockett. You remember Zach Crockett, like, fucking 30 carries for, like, 11 touchdowns? Yeah, something stupid. Something stupid. Literally got it. If they were, within, like, inside the five, it was Crockett time. Yeah, like, yeah, as soon as they got inside the five, like, Gruden would run him four times in a row. And it was guaranteed, almost. He was getting in. Yeah, he just had that running style where he just got fucking ahead of steam super quick and 
ran the play, like it was drawn on the, the field right there, and he wasn't allowed to do anything other than run in the line that he's supposed to run in. I, I uh, you what you watched the game against the Lions? Did you get to see any or look at any of the the fullback, the guy from Dallas? Oh well, it didn't catch my eye because I was trying to look at too many things, and mostly like car was getting all my attention. Of course, but uh, the first play that um, that they mentioned that he came in the game. Um, like somebody ran up the middle, he blasted some dude and went on to another guy. And it's nice. like the first play they put in, it's like he, he mauled somebody over. So, and they, I didn't um, get a chance to see it, but I keep hearing that he actually runs route super good and catches passes. And then, if you think about it, does that remind you of like his previous fullback? You know what I mean? It's like he went out of his way to get this guy too. He traded off like a fan favorite. Yeah. Who would, undrafted free agent like great story actually he was a, from Dallas too but you know what I mean they he traded away a super productive guy one of the better players on the team when they were bad and, you know for like a blocking fullback but it's like do you remember John Ritchie I was gonna know? say yeah John Ritchie the big red beard he used to he used to catch fucking passes out of the backfield way better than he thought he would be able to he mm-hmm. ran routes and like he was smart enough to know Gruden's he was just part of that team too that's what I'm excited about with Gruden is that it seems like as far as the offense goes just from the little I've seen that you can immediately smell Gruden in there like you could that weird like everything's real quick and fluid and look look dump or boom this play's gonna happen play action like the runs are to one spot it's like it just seems so it reminded me of the Gannon and Richie and Garner and Wheatley. And, and that that's not an accident. Like, the fact that you kind of, like, sense that, like, that's not an accident at all. Like, when I, all the stuff that I was reading, and they were talking about, um, like, it was one of the guys was asking about how he kind of went off at practice the other day. And it was because they didn't, like, get out of the huddle fast enough and run up to the line. It was just a random play in practice, and I guess he just flipped out. You know what I mean? And everybody Fuck could yeah. hear it, and they got a lot of attention. And it's because of what you're talking about. Like that's for him. That's the thing. Like he wants people in there listening, get the information, get to the line as fast as we can because we might change the play. Because they said that Gruden's style, when like he's comfortable with the quarterback, they call two plays. Right, the quarterback, the quarterback the picks line, it, and then decides which one is the best. Right. Know? And so everybody in the huddle also has to be able to comprehend two plays. You know. So, like, they got to be able to know what to switch to at the drop of a hat, you know, and I'm sure there's dummy fake calls and different ways to get to the same call, you know what I mean? But right. Words, just because people catch on to all that shit. Woo! It's Raider time, dude. Dude, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting, man. Like, I know everybody's doubting them, and I don't think that they're just going to, like, rip everybody apart, but, like, they're going to no. be crisper. They're going to like you know what I mean like some shit that used to look sloppy at ain't and like the, ah, these players that we got on defense man like they don't suck like this draft class is gonna be it's gonna be good for a lot of a long time you know what it reminds me of hmm. is it reminds me when we got um, Carr Mac and Gabe Jackson all at the same time oh yeah like that 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 uh, caliber of a draft 
Yeah, like not necessarily that anybody's going to be as high as right as a Mac in a car. Yeah, but like the people are going to be on the team. Yeah, that we just got that many good players in the draft. Because I keep hearing that this Arden Key guy is like he's there, he's hard to block, and people keep comparing him to a young Alden. And he didn't play on Friday, correct? He's got like a twisted ankle or something. Yeah, and that's what uh. That's what I was reading too. After you had mentioned that, it, it seems like he's he might be something crazy too. And then at that po- at that point, are we just do we just have a rotate rotating front four, front three, front four? Yeah, he does four three, right? Well, he, he yeah, he's young, so at this point, he would definitely only come in on passing downs because he ain't like Khalil Mack. He isn't like one arming people into the backfield and then just deciding to tackle whoever you know he wants right. to show. but when it's a passing down he's super tall he's got these crazy long arms and he's got that move where they put their arm out and then just like go under the guy you know what I mean oh nice like, and he's got it down like that's his move I can't remember we used to have this guy that did it over Wembley remember Wembley yeah it's like a, it's almost like a Conley's back at practice as well, correct? Yeah, he's back. He's just got to stay healthy. And I read a tweet where um, they were playing offense versus defense drills or whatever, and they tried to throw a bomb on him with Mark Davis Bryant, and I guess he like just ran with him stride for stride and didn't like Bryant didn't get no chance to catch the ball. <sighs> See, that's... If he can stay healthy and, and, and know, the things we're talking about do happen, do you, oh my god! Do you remember what number he was last year? Twenty-two. Yeah, he's not twenty-two anymore. I think you're gonna like this. He switched his number. To what? Twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. It just looks more cornerback. It does. Twenty-two always. Down. Twenty-two always strikes me as a running back. I don't know why. It does. It really. It's like a running back number. Like yeah. Twenty. 22, they're like running back numbers. Right. You know, I know defense backs get them, but it's just weird. Right. Although so the Raiders never give 20 to a running back. No, it's always a corner. organizations do. Raiders always get 30s and 40s. Right. Right. Also, yeah, that's there true. Been, there have been some greats, especially the 25, if you want to think back to a Charlie Garner. <laughs> yeah. And then... 22, um, Harvey Williams, 26, Napoleon Kaufman. What about, what about um, a fan favorite and somebody that's got a special place in your heart in Justin Fargus? Oh, yeah, 20. He got he got the elusive 20. No, he was 25, I thought. Oh, you're right. You're right. He was 25. Who was 20? Because I feel Derek like... It, I, oh, that's what it was. The only 20 that we ever, like, I was going to say that, that I knew there was a 20 was Darren McFadden but yeah Justin Farber he did have my heart he didn't have my heart because I constantly wanted him replaced but I fucking you, it was hard not to love him because he was so gangster well that's what I mean like in my head I always thought like, oh, can't we get a guy that is a little 
like him break one of these runs, but like he just like he, he just sacrificed for the team. Like that guy's no way he's walking around normal anymore. No, at least not looking normal in his eyes. <laughs> yeah, no. Like he's probably like two or three years older than me, maybe, and I guarantee he's like you know a shell of himself. He's a little punchy, probably. Hey, 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 he might be slow, but he's not punchy, okay? He might have, like, a relaxed brain, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I love, like, you a relaxed brain. Alone right there, <laughs> Dude, if you get me rolling, if you get me rolling, I can I can even shock myself sometimes. And it's not even always on Rocky quotes, dude. I can go with, like, lesser-known uh, movie quotes of Stallone. It's like, oh, shit. Like, uh... Have you ever seen the movie Oscar? I probably have, but it's not striking any. It's very different. It's based off of a um, Broadway Broadway play. It's about a mobster named Angelo Provolone, whose father's dying, and on his deathbed, makes him promise to go straight. So the whole movie is about this mobster trying to become a banker and go straight, quote unquote, straight. And but it stars Sylvester Stallone and a bunch of other people actually really good actors like old mob actors but it's a comedy it's a comedy and it's strange but definitely recommend that dude I think I own it I think I own it I'll lend it to you you'd love it didn't get a lot of praise though wasn't a blockbuster that's for sure you know what movie I do love True Grit Shawshank you never watch it. Dude, my buddy just lent me the last two Star Wars, and I still haven't watched those either. I'm just... Star Wars overrated. Come on, man. Well, I mean, kind of. I'm just kidding. I was trying to say that just because I know people get really offended. <laughs> I don't really know anything about the shit. You don't watch Star Wars? Mm-hmm. Have you ever? No, obviously I mean, you I'm haven't. Sure I watched the ones in the 80s as a kid, but not enough that I know anything about the storyline or anything. Berto, you know that... Like, I understand which ones are good guys and bad guys, but I mean, I know there's a whole, like, drama, soap opera situation going on. I don't know any of the shit, you know? It's not a drama or a soap opera, Berto. It's, uh, it's one of the many stories of our lives, dude. It's the battle for the... It's Space Wars, bro. Space Force, dude. Oh, dude, I did like that thing you put up about Space Force. (laughs) So true, though, right? Yeah. That's exactly what they're doing. The the way it's said, like, it's just pretty funny. It's like, on the one hand, it does fulfill a need that, like, there isn't, you know, fulfill... Like a solution for this, something that we don't have a problem for. <laughs> right. And then on the other hand, you know, it basically helps us steal more taxpayer money to do random shit <laughs> under the guise of military, which everybody will just okay, because if you don't, you're not an American. You're yeah. Not a patriot. No. Or you you want to lower the defense spending? Fucking pussy. Get the hell out of here. What are you, a queer? Yeah, you fucking queer or a terrorist. Which one is it? Yeah. Have you ever thought of the similarities of, like, the new, I don't know, like, the, the new aggressive political person and how, like, it, it's kind of mirroring how, like, an Islamic terrorist came to be? What do you mean? 
Explain. So, like, hear, hear me out. Mm-hmm. Back in the days, Americans, no beards, right? Unless you were, like, a wood, you worked in the woods. Right, right? yeah, you're a lumberjack. You're American, you know? Well, right. That's what we do. We've got mustaches and shit. But, boom, what happens? <clears throat> in third world country, they want extremist people, so they stop shaving their face because it's manly. You know what I mean? And then next thing, your woman gets out of line, you can beat that bitch down. You can start the bitch on fire if you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're actually doing her a favor. Right. If you start her on fire, you're saving her soul. It's the greater good. Yeah, because you're, you know what I mean? Because you're the manliest fucking, like, country and nation that there is. And, like, you don't accept queers. Hell you, know, no. you know what I mean? Like, women just need to accept their role and shit. Right. No, Jew, no Jews. No Jews. Yeah, and then so, like, have you, like, you know, just thought about what it sounds like in, like, a chat room nowadays? And, like, what, what like, a hipster, you know, um, ultra-patriotic American actually looks like right now and sounds like right now? Yeah, what does he look like and sound and it's like? like? Well, he's usually got, like, a long, long beard. The bigger the better. Shows you're more manly. Yeah. And he probably, you know... Old school morals. Old school yeah, prob- live by the yeah, prob- belt. Bye bye, probably, die by the belt. You know, probably a few beers in him with nobody else around. That thinks it's more than okay to, like, you know, smack your bitch in the face if she don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> I got a beard, dude. I don't want to smack a bitch in the face. Nah, I know. No, but I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. That is yeah. that is interesting, because it is, and it's and it's coming from two different worlds. You know what I mean? That's that's what, that's what I mean. It's like both for whatever reason the ultra thing that these people that want to like control people's thoughts and control their action, they go to questioning your manhood. Yeah, you know I mean, it's like if they want to fucking manipulate you, they start calling you a pussy. Oh, you, know I mean? you can't say the word bitch in jail or prison without it being. You know, you hear that from anybody coming out of prison, that if you get, if you get called a bitch or you call somebody a bitch, it's going to be a fight either way. Because if you get called a bitch and you don't fight, you're going to get your ass kicked. It's nuts. It's the, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, that, that mindset seems to be, like, going in reverse. Like people are getting, like, less cultured. And where did that happen? And does it lead back to our disconnection from the aliens we don't have any good leadership anymore what do you mean by us being less cultured that that that's what we're we're starting to go go backwards we're starting yeah people are starting to get closer to a caveman yeah that is interesting they, i was actually thinking about that the other day then they were like 200 years ago right because it was all about progression yeah now it's like, like we've come too far and everybody's like well they had it better when they were beating bitches they had it more right yeah yeah what we would call bitches and shit and similar to um the movie idiocracy i don't know if you're familiar with yes great movie when when it goes too far like anybody that sounds smart to shut them up you just start calling them like a faggot or something You you talk like a faggot use too many words you know? Oh man! Like that, that exists 
this right now. If you try to get in a political argument on the internet, they're going to attack you with, like, just simple, simple things, you know what I mean? That are, like, that take too many words to rebut. So immediately they can just, like, you know, they can just, uh, what's the word that you use? Like, troll, they can just start trolling you. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, at that point, because, it'd, like, be, it'd you, be the argument's yeah, over. Yeah, you're the... You're the, uh, <laughs> stop hitting me, you're the person that looks stupid guy in school, you know, like, stop hitting me, you look stupid, it's like, oh, well, I'm, you know, whatever, but you, you see what I'm getting at, you just I look, do. like, helpless, you know, like, why don't you just stand up for yourself, well, it's because, like, you know, you're making this simplistic, like, bullshit argument, and it's just, like, it appeals to too many people, and I guess I'm fucked, because, like, the world's fucked, like, how am I gonna talk logic to stupid ass fuck people? Yeah, and that's where we're at right now, too, as far as from the other end. Like, I, I don't get in arguments anymore just because it becomes... Well, I mean, I haven't even attempted to talk to anybody about anything like that in, like, probably three or four years because it's just, like, it's just wasted energy, you know? like It is, and at the end of the day, too, which is probably the real reason I stopped doing it is because... It's not even worth arguing because if you're arguing, unless you're arguing that it's all bullshit or that we should just like tune out, it's hard to even pick a side, you know, well, like that's a, that's getting into an argument where there's no winner. It, it's like arguing <coughs> about two different religions, like exactly. nobody has the right answer, nobody mm-hmm. has the proof that they have the right answer, like, you know what I mean, like politics are opinions, so for you to get so upset and you know, question everything about another person because the politics are different and like it just doesn't make no sense, you know, they're just opinions. Like why are you getting so worked up? And then like people just find any kind of way to make everything fit in their their own ideas. It's like people don't wanna get the right answer. They just wanna be right. Right. Nobody's looking for the right answer at all. It's all about this is my yeah. team. Same reason, same way I fight when it comes to football. People could maybe having, you know, if I'm talking week to week with somebody why we're going to win, it's my team. I'm going to tell you why we're going to win. Yeah, that's the whole thing, though. And, and football is charming. Like, yeah. It's about the way we should run the world. It's fucked. It's, it's, it's dis, disheartening. It's very yeah, disheartening. I mean, like, it, and like I said, football is charming. It's funny, you know. But... Do you golf, Berto? Can I golf? Yeah, you ever get down in the golf game? I like to. It's probably been 15, 12, so I don't know, a lot of years since I've golfed. Do you ever have time to golf now? I do now. Like this second? You have time? Well, I mean, like nowadays I probably could. Oh, you could get down on some golf? Yeah, there's a golf course right by my house. I know, I've been to it. Yeah, I've been to it. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure it was the one. There's actually multiple. Yeah, I was going to say there's one. like three of them. Yeah, there's there's a uh, one in Green Valley that's super close, and then the one in uh, whatever the old people places out here. They have also one. Green Valley. There's a the <laughs> nice one. I can't remember what the name is right now though. Quail Creek. Quail Creek. Oh shit. Yeah, I think they got a nice one. I'm trying to set up a. Because OJ golfs all the time. I'm trying to set up a golf day, dude. We should get down on some golf. 
Oh, yeah, my golf clubs would be embarrassing. But well, at least you have some, dude. I borrow OJs. I know, but that still sets you up better than me. You, you know what I mean? It's like, so we're going to race cars, and you're like, oh, dude, I don't need to have my own car. I'm going to borrow this guy's Corvette. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, man, my car sucks. <laughs> For real sucks. You're like, I got a Volkswagen <laughs> Beetle, bro. got an 89 four tempo bro dude i had an 88 <laughs> did you yeah dude tempos are such lemons too i know i've seen a they lot of tempos issues that sucked gangster greg used to drive a tempo too <laughs> dude they're bad cars they didn't come with an overdrive so it was a three-speed automatic with the four cylinder so it like was gutless because the gears were too long you know it was too much engine didn't make enough power and they had all kinds of electrical issues man i had my line my, my like sensor that told the fans to come on wouldn't happen all the time the car was always overheating and it's like when i didn't really understand what that meant and i was just like oh you know whatever just keep driving until the computer like determined it was insanely hot and just shut down that's <laughs> <laughs> when you gotta throw in the relay switch dude to the fan just zzz, turn it on for yourself Oh, that's why you had to go, like, jiggle it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like the connection was just, just shitty. Like, the whole the cold car was really shitty. They weren't very good looking either. They were ugly, I thought. Like, inside they were all right, so, like, it was comfortable. I had Smooth ride. Space. Yeah, they just had no guts, and they were kind of, you know, grandmas used to drive them. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. Speaking of raiders, politics conspiracy theories um you saw the picture I, I tagged you to of uh sam tripoli huh do you see him all raided out oh yeah i don't know who that guy is but that's cool that he likes the raider he's a comedian dude he's the one who does the podcast tinfoil hat that i tell you about all the time the conspiracy podcast uh... you already have cast box you should uh add tinfoil hat and check out some episodes they're pretty fun you'd like them Going, since he's a raider. He's a raider. That's the number one thing right there. Yeah, that might be his end. And then you'll be you'll be coming at me with conspiracies, and I'll be like, "Whoa, bro! Whoa, whoa!" Oh uh, no, I don't. I don't want to get back into that. <laughs> I didn't like it when I was getting too uh, caught up in that world. Why? What was wrong? Man, there's just too many. Too many avenues. I think it it's uh it's almost like watching too much Fox News and stuff. Like, yeah, but know, not really. Everybody's Bert, got no. an agenda. Yes, no, man, because everybody's got an agenda. Even if there's truth to their little conspiracy theories, there's always so many angles to conspiracy theories. Right, but the whole within the conspiracy. Exactly, but the whole thing is to. To be be the uh, prosecuting attorney and to lay all the evidence down. It's not that you just follow one rabbit hole and you're like, oh, this is it. You hear it all and then you say, oh, well, what do you think? You talk to yourself during meditation. You say, yo, yo, Berto, what do you think? And you're like, you know, if it's just me and you and, and I'm just talking, nobody's going to hear it. This is what I think. And then you're like, huh, that kind of makes sense. And then you go no, with it. 
the thing about within my head, like, I've probably already made up my mind, so I don't even need to get to the point of meditating. <laughs> That's what I mean. It'll, it'll just be a reassuring conversation. I had already made up my mind. <laughs> yeah, but what if you hear something that you had not been aware of and it makes you change your mind on certain things? I <laughs> don't like the shape of the earth. What's the difference? Okay, check this out. What's better to you if you lay it down like this? That the earth is spinning and is crazy and nothing, Every there are laws to the gravitational pulls and the going around of the sun, things we can't understand, but there's nothing to it. It's all chaos and craziness and it's bullshit. Or, all that is bullshit and you're actually on what would what would pretty much be a tesla energy field of 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 a never ending world of possibilities in which you are the main character and you've been lied to for a reason to become the main character once you eventually find the truth i don't like it <laughs> i don't like it one bit Nah, it's maybe hippie, dude, but it's not liberal. Well, There's a big difference between hippie and liberal. If we're talking about the liberal we know today. Yeah, well, that's because that's what I'm saying, man. Everything's gotten so, like, misguided in, in being right instead of finding the right answer. Right. Like, yeah, I think I've said it a billion times, but you could once you find what you want something to say you can set up any number of facts to make it seem like what you're saying is right right and what somebody else is seeing is wrong and it's like they have smart people they'll put together the same with like the same facts and a different opinion and be like boom and it's like people are like see and the other guy's like no man bro see and it's like whoa what the fuck like neither one of your things makes sense and you guys are both just like, you know, just spitting out your team's propaganda and getting pissed off at each other. Like, they should just tell you to murder each other and get it over with. Fuck. Which is the point that we're at. Like, people literally want opposing people's viewpoints, like those people that, to die. They want a civil war to happen and people to, you know, just start lopping off large mindsets of people out of the world so that there's only one mindset left and that we're all fucking locked in you know yeah that's crazy I never thought about that as long as that mindset was go Raiders I think I could be down with that and even then that's whack who are the Raiders gonna play exactly we're going to play and always be at home field advantage because our fans just travel around and play the other teams exactly. with no fans. Can't have that. Fuck, yeah. dude. So how do you feel right now, Berto? How do you feel like this second? This second right now, I feel pretty excited. What are you excited about? Um, football's getting super close to starting. Um, Arizona football is going to start soon and I'm very interested to see what happens there um, 
With football comes yeah. fall, which is always awesome. Yeah, it gets a little nicer. Gets cooler out. Start doing things at night. More as far as bonfires. Get to wear hoodies and shit. Yeah, and when you do set things at night, not so many bugs. Like right now. Not so many bugs, exactly. Not so many bugs. No mosquitoes. I'm excited, dude. So how how about you? How's your how's your uh, your outlook? Like your your um, big picture outlook. How are you feeling right now? Oh, I got a lot of different. I imagine pretty excited. I got a lot of different things going on, man. I got okay. A lot of avenues. I'm excited about football. I'm excited about all the things you were talking about. I'm partially disgruntled. Just, I need to, I don't want to find another job. I like where I'm at. I like the routine I have, but. No, I get it. You just want to be independently wealthy. So we'll just move on from that. Nobody likes their job. That's true. I mean, people do. Some people do. But I'm pretty, you know, it's kind of like the interesting pursuit in life is finding a way to... Uh, to not feel like you have a job. Yeah, and, and not, you know, sell your soul to the devil. Yeah. I like to get right in the middle of it. To where uh, right, maybe I have... Right the, in the middle of that, that, that devil and angel. That like, that like you, you that are at the tip way. of your goal... And you've been offered the price of your soul, but you've decided not to, and it's just stayed right at that perfect, comfortable level. That's what I'd like. Um, no, I'm going to have to rebuttal that, because, see, when you're at the point of being offered the situation to get rid of your soul, it's going to usually be at your worst time, when you would do anything to just climb up out of the shithole that you're in, and then that's... That's when homeboy swoops down and he's like, hey, bro, I got this deal. Because I can see you looking like you're having a rough day here, man. You think you know, so? How about this? Yeah, how about, how about, how about Mr. Brady? I turned you into a Super Bowl champion. I know everybody's picking on you at high school here. How about you sell me your soul? And I'll hook you up with some, uh, some random bullshit lucky calls and fake-ass shit to win a couple Super Bowls. He's like, you're not going to know what I'm saying now, but just remember this. And then he, and then he's like, "All right." Yeah. He just fucking slits his wrist and it's signs it. Be like the point when young Biff comes to meet old Biff, or old Biff comes to meet young Biff. That's <laughs> the future. Yeah. <laughs> he, hands, he hands him like the fucking the play sheet. The almanac. Like the, yeah, like literally with like every single play transcribed out that he's ever gonna be a part in. Oh he's like, God. all you have to do is memorize this shit. You know what I mean? And this is, like, I've already replayed this enough times that you're, you know, I know what's going to happen. That would be crazy, dude. That would explain why he's a wiry fucking piece of shit pussy. Oh, you're still on break? <laughs> are you, are you, are you accusing Tomothy Brady of selling his soul to the almighty or almost mighty Satan? You know, I'm just saying that sometimes you got a question. He did come out of nowhere. Yeah, and then how seventh was he seventh round draft pick how, or sixth round? 
Sixth round, yeah. Sixth but, round. like, also, how is it that, like, he comes out with this new way of, he's like, hey, guys, you got it all wrong. You're all trying to be bigger, faster, and stronger. The thing is, you got to be wirier and pussier. <laughs> Go down like a fucking sack of potatoes if somebody blows on you. <laughs> That's the way you play football now, bros. Oh, uh, he's infiltrated the NFL and he's changing the persona. Ew. Yeah. But Gronk doesn't. He's not buying it. Gronk, he likes to ram into people, so. See, I don't think that that. I don't think that that's how the devil would work, dude. I think it would be more like. He. Like, he don't give a shit until you're like, okay, this guy has the option to make something, but I'm going to come at him and be like, all right, now I want you on my team. I can make you what you are trying to be, but better. Sign here. I think I think he catches you when you're still it's you're still that same hungry like you're saying like well, you have nothing but now you're you're hungry because you have nothing but you're about to have something and you don't know what it could be but he comes in at that time and he's like check it out you know the boys told me about you I really like you why don't you join my team I take care of you come on I can take care of you what what do you mean what do I need nothing dude just just your soul you're not using it are you using it? Are you using your soul? Like, what is it? You don't even know. I just need you to sign this piece of paper. Little blood. Nothing big. Prick your finger. It's all good. I just need to know that. I just need to know that you're ready to ride with me, boy. So, in in said um, scenario where your your soul is stolen, that's a, soul is a tricky word to just throw in the middle of a sentence. Yeah, it's powerful. But, uh, but um. So in that scenario, so what happens? So like when you die, your human body, that's it. You're for real, just boom, you're gone. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't even know if I... I don't know. I'm not even... You're going to be a slave for the devil afterwards, and so you have to come down and do, like, demon things. Right, you just become an evil spirit or something. And then as an evil spirit, how do you choose who to, like mess with you well you probably mess with the ones that aren't evil obviously probably are like okay this guy's got a good heart i'm gonna go fuck with him you come torment them yeah yeah you can make shit harder than possible or or are you really trying to like lay the groundwork uh it's almost like a uh transfer you to my boss like they were just there to get you on the phone you know what I mean and then they have like an important guy to get you to is that what the demons are like they're like hey hey boss I got this guy in the line real quick hold on sir I got this guy in the line real quick come down here close the deal Ooh, yeah I think that's exactly what it is but at the end of the day I don't know shit man who knows I don't even know if I believe in a devil like an actual devil I think I, I think what I believe is that I don't even know if any of it's real. I think it's some weird game to where even the evil isn't evil. It's just evil to see if you're willing to take it. Kind of like, kind of like uh, Willy Wonka. Remember the Willy Wonka? How they had that uh, in Willy Wonka at the beginning. All the kids who were going to, um, who got the golden ticket, they were all approached by that uh, 
fuck was that guy's name? Like, like Wormley or whatever. He was the other candy guy. And he's like, hey, if you just get me the recipe to the the gobsto- everlasting gobstopper, you know, I'll pay you. I can't remember what it was. It was a ridiculous amount of money. And he told all the kids that. And that's why Charlie ended up gaining the chocolate factory. Because at the end of the day, even when Willy Wonka yelled at him and was like, no, you failed. He comes back and he drops the gobstopper down. And Willy Wonka's like, you won. And he ends up bringing the guy in and being like, no, he works for me. Like, this is all, this is all trick. I think that's what we're dealing with, dude. I don't know that there are really, like, true evil. I think there is true evil, but I think it's all all from the same general manager. It's all, uh, it's all Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon, is he an alien? No, probably not, but he's definitely uh, sold his soul. You think? I actually don't know anything about Vince McMahon, so he might not have. Oh, I don't know too much about him, other than he um, looks like he's had up, upwards of leading plastic surgeries done to a human, still alive, <laughs> and he makes a lot of money. He does make a lot of money. And he knows the Donald, too, pretty well. Yeah. And they're starting a football league. Well, he's starting the football league. And the Donald's trying to help pave the way for him to get it going. I was um, listening to talk radio the other day, and they were talking about how um, how that, uh, that the USFL is actually doing really good. And it was Donald Trump leaving the league that made it fall apart because he had one of the LA teams Ooh, interesting and that like he kind of in classic Donald Trump like what he does in a lot of business deals like he comes in and like makes a lot of promises and gets a lot of like loan money and shit and then sometimes doesn't like fulfill things and just cuts and runs and tells people to fuck off um I guess like he he didn't want to sit it out like he because they didn't make money for the first couple years but like they were making super good ratings and shit and they just weren't patient enough if they would have waited it out it probably would have merged similar to the AFL and NFL back in the days but when Trump left and the um the LA team I'm pretty sure it was an LA team when they like fell apart and fucked up the league you know what I mean and they were saying how people were already planning for the future, how um, the Chicago franchise from the USFL team had traded, the owners traded their franchises. Oh, really? Because the, yeah, because the Chicago franchise was actually really good. And they were, um, the two owners were buddies, and they traded the franchise because they wanted the Chicago franchise to be in Arizona. So when they merged with the NFL they could stay in Arizona because there was no Arizona team at the time. They were St. Louis. Oh. And um, they pointed out how uh, one of the other good teams moved to Baltimore, how all these teams were moving into areas that were lined, you know, that uh, were clamoring for a football team. They're like, it's like basically all the teams that, um, you know, became teams 
in the NFL that didn't have teams. Like, well, Houston had the Oilers, but then they left and had to get, you know, a new Houston team, weird scenario like that, you know. And, yeah, they went to Tennessee, and then Houston got the Texans. Yeah. In expansion. Yeah, I'm glad the Raiders didn't have something shitty happen like that, you know. Uh, it's kind of happening right now, Berto. We're going to Vegas, so. No, because there's the Raiders. They wear silver and black, right? For now. For now, Berto. What happens? I yeah. think they go subtle. They go gold for a little bit. and then. Well, that gold was actually the original Raider color. Yeah, but we're done with yeah, that, that, dude. Yeah. We found the perfect. But if they change anything, they got to go all white, all black, home and away. you gotta have silver in there because it was like the staple of Al Davis they used to talk about how he would come down and make sure the pants the pants each year were silver and not gray so then you just do one silver stripe along the leg or something almost like the you know we got a torch in the stadium you put one silver stripe there but we're moving on moving on up I don't know dude I like the silver helmet with the black I like them in Oakland too Berto I don't want nothing to change, man. I'm butt hurt. <laughs> well, you didn't throw the same fit when they moved from LA. I wasn't watching really. I actually didn't watch till the '95 season. That's when I was started watching. I was in like fifth grade. Yeah, I started paying attention in like '91, '92 to football. Oh, I'll see, so there you go. Very end of Bo Jackson. The year she got hurt was the first year I was paying attention to football. Really? Yeah, I remember being at a Bookman's and hearing that Bo Jackson got hurt. Were you devastated? No, I thought he would bounce right back and it would be no big deal. Fuck. So did you get to see any of the good Bo Jackson? Like, did you still get to see... Not that I can remember watching it live. Like, when I watch all the highlights, like, I feel like I don't remember watching them live. Like, I do remember watching games with him in them, but, like, all these legendary highlight runs, I don't really recall them. Hmm. Interesting. Whereas, to the other way around, for Barry Sanders, like, when I watch a Barry Sanders, like, highlight reel thing, like, I remember watching almost every single one of those games and, like, watching the play in real life. I wish he would have been, become a Raider. He, he uh, asked to be traded to the Raiders. Like, when he, that was when he retired, he asked to be traded to, like, three teams in the Raiders, one of them. Oh, shit! Boop. Technical difficulty, sorry. I was opening a beer. I was opening a beer, and I haven't tidied up the cast room, so there's a lot of empty beers, and, uh, yeah, you know, domino effect. I didn't break anything, though. I just knocked a couple over on the table, but they were empty. So you got a final thought, Berto? We got uh, Raider Talk. We got Pyramids in. We got... um, we got all kinds of stuff. You you accused Tom Brady of selling his soul to Satan, and uh, cha- or, uh, at least affecting the the persona of the league, making it more of a bitch league. Which I no, I couldn't argue with it, Berto. 
No, no, I'm not no. saying that it's affecting the persona. I'm saying that it doesn't make any sense that that's his style in a league that, you know, that shouldn't reward that. Right. So it was Satan. Well, yeah, definitely. He got some Satan action going on. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure. He's literally going to go down as one of the most... Well, maybe the greatest of all time so far, and just we've we've heard. When was the last time you heard anything besides Tom Brady when it comes to just being the the face of NFL? Two thousand. In a while, yeah, and that's shitty. And then another thing is he's the ugliest, good-looking person ever. Oh, he's such a bitch, dude. He looks like such a tool. Say that he's good-looking, but he's ugly. Yeah, he's just weird looking. Yeah, man, he's got like phony looking teeth. His uh, eyes are slightly like, sunken. Like, his his smile looks like just the fakest. He looks like a robot. Bullshit. Yeah. He looks like artificial intelligence. Because yeah, well, because partly when you lose your soul, the in, your soul is what makes you like care. So it's the only thing that makes you a human being. Yeah, it's not a situation where you wait until you die to take your soul. He's like, you can keep operating on autopilot, and I'll ensure that it goes well for you, but I'm taking all your, your power inside you. Do you think that's what it means? <laughs> you think that's what it means when it says, uh, he who makes a beast out of himself gets rid of the pain of being a man? Because that comes from, I'm pretty sure that comes from the Satanic Bible. I heard it on a FM Sevenfold CD, but I'm pretty sure that was quoted by it from a Satanic Bible. Uh, well, <clears throat> yeah, you're going to want to not be looking up stuff like that with your cult tendencies. Bro, I didn't. It was in an event Sevenfold song that I heard like 10 years ago. Backcountry, remember that? He who makes a beast out of himself. Gets rid of the pain of being a man. Ooh. You don't remember that? No, but it's a pretty interesting thought. You don't remember the song Backcountry, Bertha? You can't even turn on rock radio today and not hear it once in a while oh, on the playlist. No, I, I, I think that you gave me a lackluster karaoke performance, thus I couldn't put it together because I'm not great at music. I'm not going to be able to pick it up from like a line. <laughs> I need some genuine karaoke action. It gives me a sense of what the song sounds like. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, it's not really my my uh, my voice range. My karaoke goes pretty much country. Can play some. You some, know why that is? Because I have a deep frog voice. Nah, it's because most country songs are like super lazy where people aren't actually singing, they're just talking, kind of slower. Ouch, dude. (laughs) (laughs) What are you saying, dude? That's perfect for my range because I'm lazy? Well, I'm saying that maybe you don't take singing that serious, but you like to sing. Oh my gosh. I mean, personally... I definitely sing along in the car to more country songs than any other kind of songs. And They're definitely the easier. Guy. And they just come naturally. Like, we're from an area, I think, where it just, it's bred into you a little bit. You can't even help it, you know? Oh, yeah. I grew up listening to 97.7, The Cave. 
or Kim uh, FM 99.5. Don't, don't promote the pedophile station. Oh my gosh, I can't. How many times do you, were you listening to pedophile commercials you didn't know if you didn't have your radar up here? Dude, I don't know, man. I don't think I did, though, because I always noted how shitty the commercials were, and I remember everyone that they were about. It was always about, like, Mary Ann's Mostly Books, or, hey, come on down to Ace Hardware. So I think I would have heard if it's like, are you tired of the feds going through your shit? Because the guy's voice was just, I, I just could never do it. It wouldn't have existed until very recently, so what other kind of, uh, what other kind of hidden shit was in there before? Like that whole thought process wouldn't have existed until recently when people started to realize that like everything you do on your computer actually doesn't go away. Oh, so you think they were hiding like, they were hiding like dark tendency messages all around? That's what I'm saying, like where before um, people could just trade pictures on the internet, where were they holding their weird little cult meetings at Ooh. in the forest and shit? Had to be, right? Well, probably just like any drug dealer. Yeah. Well, just like any good drug dealer, they were just an anonymous source and word of mouth, man. Or they did it like Pizzagate, where they just, you know, you just order certain toppings from a restaurant, you know, that dabbles in such things. Like you order a, an ingredient that should never be on a pizza and isn't even part of the menu, but if they say it, you're like, oh, okay, it's going to be ready at 3 o'clock. You call in and make like a song request? Yeah, exactly. Like you, you call to listen to something that doesn't even exist. And he's like... Alright, we got another request for whatever. And then it's like Eiffel sixty five. I'm that's blue. Like the, that's like the acknowledging statement. Or if like it, if it's not gonna work they'll have some other code thing where like oh, you know, we don't got that one in the in, loaded up in the tracks right now. We'll get back at it later. Oh interesting. Interesting. Anyways, who knows, bro? Yeah, somebody knows. Somebody definitely knows. I want to know. I want to know it all, Berto. I want to get into that sacred... Dude, I want to get into... (laughs) I love that song, dude. Show me the way. I want to be your love is... I don't remember the rest of the song, though. Want you to show me. I remember the verse. It was something like, In my life, there is heartache and pain. Damn, that was good, bro. <laughs> that was pretty spot on. <laughs> okay, I know the whole song. I got it on my Spotify. Dude, you know what? If you were to karaoke that, it would probably get us at least like uh, 30 more uh, subscribers if we had a video of it and we could post it and get it going oh good lord I mean I can't actually sing that song dude that's me just mimicking the sound but if I had a mic I couldn't actually sing that that guy's the guy person who sings that is like way too high for me woo that's why I'm stuck to country you hear this fog voice that's not real singing I mean, haven't you ever seen the show The Voice? Like, not everybody can sing every kind of song. That's why you got to find a way to turn it into your your style, your, your notes. Ooh. You can't hit. 
You know what's funny is I was actually hearing a song the other day and I was thinking it would be so cool to make a version of it. And I can't remember remember what it was, but it was an old school song. I think it was like... Baby Sharks? No. I love Baby Sharks myself. What's Baby Sharks? <laughs> Mommy Shark? I don't remember actually, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of that. Baby Sharks, yeah. Oh god, yeah. You gotta. It's a good jam, dude. For real, I promise it'll be stuck in your head. Now, as long as this, I want to know what love is. Song is gonna be stuck in your head. You're gonna be trying to go to sleep, and you're gonna be humming it. Dude, I should. Uh, I should make. I want to know what love is. The outro, huh? <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanna feel what love is. It would be pretty brilliant. I think that it would be if you did it on a Greg episode. It would be pretty good because Greg kind of embodies the passion that is involved in that song. He does, Greg dude. Puts into like every aspect of every day. Yeah, definitely of every conversation. It's yeah, hard, actually, hard to keep up. Oh my god, it's a total embodiment of Greg. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Gangster Greg. You were supposed to do a podcast this week and you fucking bailed, bitch. Shout out to Gangster Greg for uh, that emoji that I sent you. What's you like that? Which one? The duck. Oh shit, yeah. He, he did that? It ducked out, man. <laughs> Shout out to Gangster Greg. No, but seriously, Gangster Greg was supposed to do a podcast on Friday? No, Thursday. How, Wednesday. How One of those the days. Yeah, he's loving it. He's doing good, actually. I'm sure he's going to tell me all about it on the next podcast. Does he, does he got enough, uh, enough money to start being a baller now? Uh, he seems to be doing okay. He's comfortable. Because I think he's, uh, I think he's staying at a family member's house, so he doesn't really have much bills to pay, and he's he's working a bunch of hours, and you know, you start racking up that overtime, overtime in the mines of Moria. You start racking in that dough, dude. And he's in, uh, he's in, uh, where is it? Where's he at? Marinci. Yeah. So, not a lot to do there, I'm assuming. Um, no, nothing. It's just like, him on gets mine. It's like the size of Benson. Yeah, so, he he's must be putting it away. We need to, uh, we need to get on this. Oh! Speaking of which, Berto, Meg bought me a bunch of, uh, bunch of weird business cards, dude, for the podcast. Actually kinda, Shut up. Yeah, they're actually kind of nice. So I, I need to get you a stack and you just put them randomly in places. Oh, dude. And she bought me a little banner, too. Damn, shout out to Meg. Yeah, big shout out to Meg. That was really nice, too. I was like, turns out she actually listens to the podcast, which... Yeah, that's crazy. I'm so glad my wife doesn't listen. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say next, is I'm like, oh, no. But I don't say anything bad, and I don't have anything bad to say, but sometimes I'm like, well... Oh, no, it's just, I don't ever talk uh, about weird shit like this with, like, most people. 
She'd be like, what, aliens? Oh, my God. <laughs> she would love it, Berto. The pyramids and the aliens. Actually, I'm not going to lie. She knows that I already think that way. She wouldn't be surprised at all. She would probably roll her eyes, though. Oh, yeah. Well, Make still, I'm, I'm sure Make still rolls her eyes. On a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Meg definitely rolls her eyes during the podcast. I guarantee it. And I know she doesn't listen too thoroughly. I think she just tunes in when she's bored here and there at work or something. Yeah, to make sure you're not talking shit about her. Or to make sure I'm not saying something that could get her in trouble or me in trouble or who knows what. I think oh, she's, she's, she's taking more of like the manager role with me where she's like, just got to make sure you're keeping it in line. Yeah, I'll get you some business sure. cards. I'll support you on the back end, but I'm going to call you on some shit if you need to delete it. Kid, you gotta watch out for him. Dude, fastest bartender in the West, man. Oh, Berto. So remember... Okay. <laughs> okay, I know we were doing final thought, but I gotta get this off my chest. No, this is a good final thought. That's so, my <laughs> I think I started this final thought at, uh, at like an hour, and we're like at an hour 20, so there we go. Oh, no, we're starting to get into dangerous long <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, so... I, t- I tune out after 45 minutes, I'll just be honest. That's fine, dude. That's what, that's the beauty of a podcast. I think well, that's the greatest thing about podcasts is I don't think there's a lot of people who do what, listen to full podcasts ever. I think it's just... Oh, uh, dude, if they didn't, though, they would be missing out on the super sick outro song that your boy put together. I know. It's so dope and it's so appropriate. It's like, it's letting you down easy. Like, hey man, I know you're sad the cast is over, but... Yeah. I know, he actually came into the bar the other day and he busted out uh, that that song, but he had a buddy of his rap to it, like freestyle to it. It was pretty dope. Yeah, I was actually like, damn, dude, that actually sounds like a pretty dope-ass song. He's like, I know, I think we're going to collaborate. I'm like, and I told him, I was like, well, check it out. You gave me that song first, so if something were to happen with the podcast, I'm not changing that song. So if you plan on suing me, I'll fuck you up. Well, also, though, if you plan on getting super rich, you're going to have to fund the podcast with that song's beat. Because it's intellectual property of the Easy the Kid podcast. Right. Right. Is he is is he is he the cast, Berto? Yeah, that's cool. it's clearly been established. Is is he the cast? Is he the cast? Yeah, not um, not, not is he the kids podcast. This is this is our podcast. This is yeah, the this um, is the world. This is the people's podcast. Yeah. Certain people. <laughs> dude, we got twenty eight subscribers, yo. Ah, oh, dude, that's so crazy. I know. It sounds so gay that I'm excited about 28 subscribers, but I don't really know 28 people that well, so. No, no, at this point in my life, like, if it, at, like, high school age, if you would have told me, oh, 20, I would have been like, whoa, okay, loser, you know? Right. Hold on, like, I know, you know, I can talk to 28 different people in five seconds right now. (laughs) But it's like now, once you're, like, a grown-up person, it's like... Start to, you know, start to run out of time to have 28 different people in your life. Well, the cool thing about it, too, is that uh, it's been a pretty steady pace of growth. After the first, like, 10 that came right away, 
including, you know, just anybody that I was like, okay, just subscribe. After that, I just started growing slowly, and I love it. You know, uh, I'm going to be honest. Oh, no. After, like, 13 people, I didn't think there was another person would ever subscribe. I right. that we had, like, I thought that we had, like, you know, reached all the people that we know that would throw us a bone or whatever. Right, we covered all bases. <laughs> yeah. Man. And it's like, randoms keep subscribing, and I wonder what they think. Like, what would you think if you came across? I would love it, dude. I would, I would, I'm would. i looking for something like this. I just, I can't listen to our own podcast without, only the only time I listen to it is just for, like, a quick, after I do one, I listen to for quality, to see how it sounded, but... Like, it's hard to listen, but if I could find something similar to what this is, because it's so random and it's just whatever, I would love that, dude. So raw. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just weird because you actually, like, in the the way things work, now you actually have to, like, click on it and select it. Right. And that's what, like, blows me away. Like, it's not saying that, you know, 28 people accidentally, like, viewed it, you know? Like... They took the time to actually click the subscribe button. Right. Hey, I'm going to try to listen to this again. These guys are stupid, bro. Right. There's actually, on that same subject, um, I was at the bar. I, when I closed the bar on um, Sunday night after the big weekend, I was having a drink at the bar with Meg and uh, a couple of the coworkers. And this couple comes in that they... Uh, they live in Tombstone seasonally, but they own a store called Miss Kitty's, and uh, it's like old old clothing and stuff like that, period clothing, and they definitely don't seem like a couple. Bloody crotches? Huh? The cooks of their clothes bloody crotches? <laughs> from that time period. How about that? Oh, <laughs> oh you're dirty, dude. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> so, Miss Kitty, shout out to Miss Kitty. Um, Meg, <laughs> we got those business cards and uh, I was going to give some to some of my coworkers and it just has the address, like the, the website and that you can find us on Facebook and CastBox and all that. But, um, well, I gave I gave Miss Kitty a card because she came in, and they are they don't seem like people who would want to listen to the podcast, or that I would even feel comfortable with them listening to it because I would think immediately they'd be like, "Wow, he's fucking batshit crazy," and so are his friends. But I handed her a card. She's meanwhile she's in her mid fifties, completely dressed in clothes from that period, that time period. And she, she grabs the card and she's like, oh, I already listen. I already subscribe. She's like, I love it. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, I love it. She's like, I used to listen to talk radio all the time in California. And you just don't have talk radio anymore. So I like to tune it in when I'm, when I'm doing monotonous stuff and just for, to pass the time. And then I was like, oh. At, at the time, I was like, oh, shit. She must think I'm nuts. But I was also, I was also partly excited. Like, that's awesome. No, that's the way I would feel if I ran into somebody, because to be honest, like, nobody I know 
knows that I do this. <laughs> right. You, like, you know what I mean? And, like, your family knows that I do it. But, I mean, none of my friends or anything. It's pretty funny, you know? Like, if they were to listen, I think they'd be like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great, though, dude. I think that... No, I, I think it's charming. I think that even though we can be, like, self-conscious, self-conscious about that... Like I definitely am. When like when she when she said I I already subscribe, I love it. I was thinking like in my head, oh she thinks I'm nuts then, for sure. Uh, but but at the same time, I think it, on the other side, when you're the person hearing it, if I heard, it, it makes I think if you start hearing talk that you're not used to from somebody, it just makes them more interesting. They just love you more. They might still be like, oh he's crazy, but at least he's at least he's not boring. Dude, in a world where the norm is the way it is, you can call me crazy all day, dude. I love it. It's when I when I start being normal, that's when you can shoot me. Crazy like a fox. Crazy, crazy like or no, hungry like the wolf. I was gonna say crazy like the wolf. That reminds me of the movie Old School. I'm trying to hear that song. That's so right. One wife bought the other wife like a blowjob class or something. Yeah, with Andy Dick. By that one, yeah, that one really obnoxious guy. <laughs> and, like that song is just blasting in the background. <laughs> I forgot about that. I love that part where he's like, "Who's hungry? Who's hungry? Who's hungry?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh shit! What were we talking about, Bertha? We've gone too long. We're at an hour and a half, man. I can't edit them down to multiple episodes, Berto, because this is what happened tonight, and it's all about now, okay? So if it happens three hours, it happened now for three hours, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I I tried to explain to you in the beginning of the thing, man, nobody's got time for all your talking, you gotta get that shit out quick. You know, when you start talking too long, they're just gonna call you a faggot and move on. You think so? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) You're right. Oh, well, what's your final, 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 final thought? Alright, well, final thought is Raider Nation is going to come out and surprise some of these um, so-called experts. Raider's going to be a um, solid playoff push, and they might get in. I'm just worried the division's really good. So, go Raiders. They're going to end up with top five offense, um, top ten defense, and be super legit. Ten pro bowlers. Just kidding. Six pro bowlers. Six pro bowlers? Right. Is the earth flat? If you look at it from close enough, it's definitely flat. Is the earth, is the the earth forest, the, okay. If you see the forest through the trees, then <laughs> it'll be different. Is it a globe? It, yeah, it is. So we don't have time for it, but I have a, I have a round of flat talk for you. I know. We were supposed Sometimes. to get into that, man. Yeah, but it's really short, so... I, 
it makes you you be able to be right and me be able to be right. Except I'm way doper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so go Raiders, go Flat Earth. What else did you say? Didn't you say those? Uh, go Raiders, go Flat Earth? Oh, uh, no, I said if you like Flat Earth, go, and then go Raiders. <laughs> All right, brother. Go Raiders, then. That's 10-4. 10 later. Later.